You're listening to the Cute Girls Club podcast, a safe space for women to talk about sex, love, money, and relationships. Here at the Cute Girls Club, we laugh, love, and liberate each other. Cuties, buckle up, and let's have some fun on today's episode. Welcome to the Cute Girls Club, and I am your host, Ja. So this week is going to be a great week, but let me get the housekeeping out of the way. Please like, subscribe, give us five stars, and definitely share the Cute Girls Club podcast with your family and friends. So definitely today's topic is going to be a good one. Compatibility versus a heel partner. Often we always say we want someone that um, we're compatible with, but you do realize that compatibility alone is a recipe for disaster. Just because you get along with someone doesn't mean you're meant to be with that someone. It just means that you both can reside in the same space peacefully or you all are you all have the ability to walk in the same space, reside in the same space without killing each other. That doesn't mean that that's necessarily your person. Your, if you believe in soulmates, that that's going to be your soul mate because compatibility alone does not necessarily mean a successful relationship. And also, there are some things that um, play compatibility, like tolerance, because it's a lot of people who have been together for 20 and 30 years. They are compatible because they're able to tolerate each other's. They're able to tolerate each other's idiosyncrasies. They're uh, able to tolerate each other's shortcomings they're able to tolerate but do they actually like the person and this is this requires you to actually get to know the person so compatibility does not necessarily mean a healed healthy partner and a healed healthy relationship you um you know sometimes compatibility is just the commonality you know, you may have the same temperament, but do you have the same ideologies about what life is supposed to be? Do you all have the same ideals about where you want your life to be? Because that's another thing. Because people change in increments. You're not the same person that you at, that you were at 25 at 50. You're not the same person at 30 at, at 40. So compatibility can't do it alone because it's so many things that is threatening to blow compatibility up. So that's why a heel partner is more important than a compatible partner. Should you all have similarities and commonality? Yes, but it can't be the glue that's going to hold a relationship together. So when I say, do you have the same ideologies about life? For instance, getting along is cool, but do you feel differently about sex? For instance, the type of sex. 
I'm not trying to be crass, but ladies, you can have a beautiful man. You you you, you know, he checks checking a lot of your boxes. He handsome. He tall. He if you like dark, if you like medium, if you like Italian, if you like mocha cream, whatever your physicalities are. Uh, he may smart. He may have a good job. He may have earning potential, but but sexually, y'all are not compatible. It can be that you may not be as a woman. You may not be sexually as open to the type of sex that he may like. If he likes anal, because you have to think about the fact that during this time, men have porn literally in their pockets and often they negate the sexuality of a relationship they want it to mirror a porno versus a love making session because a lot of men have not been taught how to make love a lot of men are not open to learning how to make love to a woman they want to have sex they want to have a porno section session so they may want anal, they may want golden showers, they may want things that you as a woman sexually, you may find that to be perversions versus sexuality or compatibility. So you have to make sure that, so just because y'all are compatible doesn't mean that sexually you are. You need to know about monogamy. Your ideology is about monogamy you may be able to get along with each other you may both think each other is nice but monogamy what if he thinks that and i'm finna i'm getting ready to switch it up a little bit y'all what if he thinks that monogamy is important all he wants to be with is one one woman one, and he wants you to be with one man but what if you are a woman who uh prefers an open relationship where you want to be able to be intimate with, it may not be thousands of men, but you may just say, I want to be with you and one other man. So what What if this This may be his deal breaker? He may, he because you have to realize a lot of men, they don't want to share their woman. And let's flip it. Because that's what we're used to seeing it, where men don't like monogamy. They want to have a wife because they want the benefits of a wife. Because when they think of a wife, they think they're they getting their built-in maid, therapist, chauffeur, secretary, housekeeper, cook, all of these things. So they love the benefits of marriage. But they don't necessarily want monogamy and often there are men who don't want to trade them off they don't want to trade off having the benefits of marriage by being monogamous they want the benefits of marriage and the ability to cheat on you is their preference then what if you one party believes in polyamory and another one does not now, it's a lot of men that may subscribe if they have the financial means. And this is the thing, ladies. If you are a woman who believes in poly, you're willing to say, okay, I will, I have my one husband and, and then it's me and another lady. We share the work. We share whatever. And we share this one man. 
even though a lot of us are unknowingly have been in poly relationships, the only difference is, is that, well, a lot of times you get pissed off is because he broke and he trying to run women when you need to be trying to get some more uh, monetizable skills, sir, versus trying to whip a dick out. Unless you're selling dick, you do not need to be out here trying to be poly when you can't even, hell, you can't even buy a tube of poly grip, let alone. So, you have to say, see what a person's ideologies are. Are those things acceptable? Do they go against your moral standards and code? Marriage. Some people may say, you know what? I've been married. Because you got to realize, it's a lot of women and men who were in relationships that in marriages. They were married when they was 20 years old to they was 40 or 50. Because they were they were programmed that you you get you get a you get a good job, you find you a good girl, you marry, you have kids, you buy a house and, and a car and a dog and you and and you grow old together. But this recipe is not seemingly working in 2023 because it's more older people filing for divorces because they're tired of tolerating each other. So you got to find out if, especially if I'm talk, if my for my cuties of a certain age, you need to have a discussion. Do you want to be married anymore? Because a commitment may work better than a marriage. I would rather have a commitment and a companion that I'm compatible with. I'm not saying not be compatible. I think compatibility is more of an add-on. Is it necessary? Yes, but it should be, it, it can't, I don't think it can stand alone as the main course. You need to ask about religion because if somebody is Jewish and somebody is Christian or if somebody is Christian and somebody is Muslim or if somebody is non-denomination or um, what's the name, Anastasic or whatever, where they don't uh, believe in anything one way or another or or atheists, they don't believe in God, period. Is that a deal breaker for you? And that's something that you should be asking up front. I think you can survive if you're a Republican or a Democrat because both sides be full of shit. But uh, then you need to ask about being pro-choice and pro-life. The episode of Love is Blind, he left her at the altar. And that was one of the contributing factors is the fact that he did not believe in abortion. And it probably made him feel um, uneasy the fact that it's a possibility I'm married to this woman. I get her pregnant, but she doesn't want any kids or she doesn't want any more kids that a, a, a secret abortion or abortion will be had behind his back. So the fact that he didn't believe in it and she did, it, 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 it introduced a level of mistrust that actually destroyed the relationship. And also key cuties. There are a lot of women, they want marriage, but they don't want kids. It's a lot of 
people, it's a lot of men that want kids, but don't want marriage, clearly, because all these single mothers run around here. All these babies that's out here that don't have both of their parents uh, every day is is a sure sign that it's a lot of men that want kids but don't want marriage. Also, too, women, it's a lot of y'all that's clearly y'all want kids but don't want marriage because you're not requiring marriage to be a prerequisite to kids. So, that's a very big conversation. And let's go and let's be honest. Just say, ladies, you you have a man and he says, I don't want children. He literally tells you he doesn't want children. Believe him. Please believe him. If he tells you that he does not want any children. Don't try to force that. Don't try to make this man have something that he does not want. Don't try to trick on a baby. Don't try to trap on a baby. And I know somebody's going to jump out the bag and say, y'all, I'm sorry. Somebody's going to jump out of a bag and say, well, if he go in it raw, he, he, he wanted to be. And, and my friend Scott, shout out to Scott. He always says that to me. Anytime a man has intercourse with a woman unprotected, he gives up all his rights to saying, yes, I want a baby. No, I don't want a baby. Because when you put it in raw, you know that there is a strong possibility that a baby will come out of that situation. So he does not believe that a person who does not take the necessary precautions to prevent pregnancy has the right to say whether they do or do not want kids. But let's just say idealistically, if you have someone who says that they do not want kids, okay? This person's telling you, I don't want kids. Okay? They being they being upfront and honest with you now. I don't want kids. Respect it. If you have a man who says he doesn't want kids, you require him to put a condom on every time. When he says well, I don't like condoms. Why you can't get on the pill? But you need to sit him down, ladies, and explain to him, if you are a woman who doesn't like a pill, who doesn't like a depot, who doesn't like it because of the side effects, the impact, the ability to cause uterine cancers and all of the side effects that come with that, sit him down. And ask him, is it worth my life for you to not wear a condom? Are you willing to risk my life? All because you don't want to wear a condom. And let him know why. Sometimes men, they just are, they, they lack knowledge. 
and help them. And I get a lot of times the hormones that we have secreting when we kiss and when we touch, it impairs judgment. But try to be stronger than your hormones. And then also, you need to find out uh, child rearing. Like, for instance, like with my mom. My mom and those, they, they came from um, a dysfunctional family that where they weren't together, raised together, whatever. My mom, she endured a lot of things. So, for her... She 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 was like, no, she was not going to be able to have no man who thought he was going to be able to whoop me and put his hands on me and blah, blah, blah. She would be like, well, I will be, you know, and especially my cuties, if you're entering in a relationship with someone and you already have kids, you need to be discussing with this person your expectations in the child rearing. How are they supposed to co-parent with those children's actual father if that father is alive or if that got that um that that father is active in these children's lives? You all need to have the child rearing conversation. How what what can he and what he cannot do in the rearing of your children? And you need to ask, what is it that you have within you that will be beneficial in the development of my children economically, emotionally, spiritually, financially? So these are the th these are the kind of things that should be ha being had. And see, a lot of this stuff, if you're not having this conversation with a healed partner, and you're not a healed partner, because see, when you're not healed, you don't even have the fortitude to ask the right questions. You don't have the fortitude to get on podcasts like this that's going to promote thought and give you the tools to even ask the right questions. So these are the type of things when you're healed, they're healed. Because see, also, too, when people have done the work, it gives them a level of calm and maturity where you're able to have an, an, an intellectual exchange instead of a shouting match or a match where uh, uh, I got to be right match. Because a lot of people listen to be right, not listen to understand. A lot of people listen to be right, but not to take away anything. They're not going to listen to learn. So that's the reason why compatibility alone is not a standalone. It's just not. You know, that's kind of like somebody saying, well, I'm going to give you a Big Mac, but it don't have no Big Mac sauce on it. You just gave me dry bread with uh, fake meat and dehydrated onions and pickles and, and me don't want it. So you can't, you can't just do compatibility alone. So you, so I say those things that you should be asking so you can be clear, honest, and, and succinctly in, in, a, in alignment with one another. See, the transparency 
will eliminate or at least reduce problems down the road. Because, see, people are more clear on what the expectations are. People are clear uh, on the what the boundaries are. And this is the thing. The clearest way to determine that you have someone who is who lacks maturity and they do not have good intentions for the union is somebody who lacks boundaries. I, I don't know how many times I've had to tell you, cuties, that sometimes you have to meet people where they are at that present moment. You have to meet people where they are at that present moment. Are you healed? Or are you not? Are you in the process of healing or are you not? Have you recognized your trauma or have you not? Are you addicted to drama or are you not? And let me tell you, I don't know how many times for the new cuties who just not listening in, I always tell y'all that potential is a big old sack of BS. Let me explain something to you. Potential is a projection word. Oh, he got the potential to be a good man. He got the potential to be a good father. He got the potential... Okay, he got the potential to be a good man. Well, how old is this person? If he 19, I might can see he have potential to be a good man because he got to learn learn manhood. But when you 50, ain't nobody, don't nobody give a damn about your potential to be nothing, sir. When you 50, don't nobody give a damn about your potential to be a good woman, ma'am. These are givens. These are foundational things that you should already have in your arsenal. So my cuties that's of a certain age, don't be hollering out nobody got no, no potential unless you're dating a 25-year-old. And surely if you're dating a 25-year-old, that's usually somebody who has been through a lot of adverse shit and was forced to grow up quick. If you find a mature 25-year-old, it's just how it is. And I'm not opposed to it. My friends, I know, shout out to my friend Justina because she always be like, oh, she got juicy juices and PlayStations in her pocketbook because young men be trying to talk to me. I'm not opposed to, I'm not an ageist, so I'm not opposed to May-December relationships, I am opposed to fuckery, immaturity, lack of accountabilities, no boundaries, and that is any man of any age. So, instead of saying potential, which is, like I said, that's a projection word. You need to project your profits. You need to project, project the growth of your business. But should a person grow? But you should have you should have foundational things of a good person. You should not be trying to grow to be a good person, which is a person of your word, a person that's honorable, a person who says what they mean, a person that shows up, 
a person who's giving, a person who's loving, a person who's kind, a person who's respectful, a person who has a relationship with God. And that does not mean religion. How you worship is how you worship. And so instead of looking at potential, look at what actionable steps are being taken now and what has already been accomplished. Okay, say you have, okay, let's just say, say a man says, I've been working, I've been working as a truck driver for 10 years, but I'm tired of being in this truck. I want to be able to spend time with my family or I missed out on blah, 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 blah. Instead, I think I would rather uh, open a dispatch company or I'd rather get some Sprinter vans or some Sprinter trucks or blah, blah, blah. But let's just say he's he's worked as he worked as a truck driver. He owns and operates his own 18 wheeler or he has two, two or three or and he's already purchased a home. He already or he's purchased land or he or he lives in an apartment that's fully furnished. Um and he's been there, he's stable or just say he's um you know, but he has some foundational stuff. He ain't got to ask you for nothing. He ain't no homosexual. Um he got even if it's that same leather black couch or, or brown leather couch or or and and big enormously uh overly big TV and uh the the high bar uh four chair bar stool table uh with the um air fryer and um that same just a regular bed and just the basic necessities let's just say he 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 has very his his home is not don't have no razzle dazzle that hadn't been sprinkled with no uh lady dust. But he don't he ain't asked you for nothing. He's had some actionable place, he got he had some wins where he got him somewhere to live. He got him a way to ride. He got he you know what I'm saying? If he talking to you, okay, well, how's your credit? Well, my credit is blah blah blah. I've been doing this, this, this to to build my credit up even more. Just say he said, "Well, my it's in the low sixes. You know, I've I've done this, this, this that I'm work that I'm getting to a seven hundred. I'm not saying if a man who does not have it all together. I'm saying if a man who ain't did shit to put anything together." All he got is his clothes and a whole bunch of tennis shoes. And maybe some cologne. But if he ain't got a pot to piss in and when to throw it out of, and when he got him and he come moving in with you and all he got is his clothes, he don't have no furniture to put in storage, no fun, no furniture that need to be sold. He don't own a bed. Do y'all understand, ladies, y'all is out here giving coochie to men who do not even own a bed. 
And if you are a cutie, that is, if you are a cutie dating a man that is over 30, that does not own a bed, why? What kind of decisions are y'all making? So look at the actual steps that are being taken right now for betterment, for increase, for the, the, for the advancement of the future of his life and his children or his life if he does not want children. And what has he already accomplished? And don't be afraid to ask him. Y'all ladies be so scared you're going to run somebody off. How's your credit? I wouldn't suggest that as the opening statements of the first date. But after about two or three or four dates, it does need to get squeezed in. Because if my, yo, okay, and cute, let me tell you something. All y'all credit ain't sterling. But if he say, well, it needs work. You say, mine too, let's do that together. See, this is where you you build you some compatibility. Don't just be sitting around here. Okay, well, we financially, we this is where we are together. Well, let's build to a different place together. And I'm not opposed to building, but I am opposed to being the person who having to hold up all the heavy, how you got to do the heavy lifting, and it's one sided. But look at that person in real time and make a decision that you can live with. And I get it. Love and relationships are a risk. A lot of them is high risk. And let me understand. The risk is... It's grounded in fear. Sure. Are we going to have to face our fears? Yes. Are you going to have to discuss your fears? And see if they're the same. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Just because you're vulnerable doesn't mean you're stupid. Just because you're vulnerable doesn't mean you have to be a victim. That you're opening yourself up to be a victim. Because you're letting a person know... Yes, I'm vulnerable and I'm strong. I'm human. I'm a person. But let them be, be honest. I'm just not here for the shit, though. Just because I'm opening up with you, to you about my fears, I want you to open up with mine. We need to, are we, do you want somebody that's making it where we have a safe space? And sometimes we have to, Build the walls down. And this is another thing, my cuties. If you bring a man's walls down, don't misuse that. Don't mistreat that. Be Always be transparent. And if you are not looking for a meaningful relationship, don't bring nobody's walls down. If you just want dick, or if you just want to spend somebody's money, or if you just want to use somebody, don't mask that shit in relationship. 
I want a meaning relationship. I want somebody to blah, 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 blah. Don't tell nobody that. When that's not what you want. And are there a lot of men doing that? Of course. It's a fool running that shit right now as we speak. And so, ladies, once somebody shows you that it's okay to release your guard, bring down some walls, but don't be the only one bringing them down. Bring his down, too. And let me explain something to you. When you, you open up a little and let him open up a little, but if you see where he's not opening up, then it ain't for you. Anybody who's not, because see, let me tell you something. Anybody who is willing to get naked faster than they willing to get vulnerable with me is a no. Because, see, you're willing to give me your body because that's easy. So that means you like low-hanging fruit, the easy route, blah, blah, blah. No, that's not acceptable. Are you willing to give yourself to me? Instead of just trying to give yourself to me. Does that make sense? Because there's a lot of them that'll give themselves to you physically. But they don't give themselves to you emotionally, spiritually, definitely not financially. It, you know, so know what you see. That's why I say look with a vivid laser focused lens at what you're getting. And also you got to look at yourself, my cuties. What are your fears grounded in? Is it fears because of your previous relationships? Are you afraid to love again? Or definitely, are you afraid to trust again? Are you even willing to be all in again? Because I understand, my cuties, you've been lied to, you've been hurt, you've been cheated, you've been disappointed, you've been essayed, you've been just you've been you've been verbally abused. You've been told you was too fat, you're too ugly, you're too black, your hair too nappy, you're too skinny, you're too this, you're too that, your BBL, your BBL and went wrong, your teeth, your 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 eyes, your hair, your baby hairs, your lashes, your nails, your 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 elbows, your knock knees, your cock eyes, your uh your your fupa, your 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 belly, your your your, your no hair, some hair, bald head, small head, chicken head. Okay, I I, I be tripping sometimes, y'all. I'm sorry. I had, I had, okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. But you got to understand what you have before you, not the potential. And also, is this somebody that wants a relationship? Ask a man, is this one where you want to be? Is this, do you want a relationship? What are you offering? Not what you bring to the table, but what are you offering? Because there's a lot of men that tell you flat out, they just offering dick. And that gives you the opportunity to say, do I want these soul ties from somebody? Do I want this trauma? Do I want to be a vaginal punching bag for these men? Do I want somebody that, do I want to be this person that they dropping their seeds off in, having baby, uh, impregnating and abandoned? All because you ain't asked nothing. Because you were scared he was going to leave. Don't ever be scared of nobody leaving you. That means you got to get comfortable in being with you. 
You got to get to where you enjoy being with you. Because at that point, can't nobody scare you with their departure. And listen, make sure the person is all in. But you got to make sure you want to be all in. But don't, don't accept nobody who put one foot in and one foot out of the relationship because it's never going to work. And I'm not saying throw caution to the wind. I'm saying just be prepared a little. I'm saying get a love balance. Get your relationship in alignment with one another. Make sure you're on one accord with your needs, your wants, and your desires. Don't be so emotionally free that a person can blindside you by their truth. But don't be so guarded that you build this ironclad wall around you that nobody can penetrate. Because ladies, let me tell you something. Men don't have a fortitude to be out here trying to be no Iron Man type of dude to try to knock your walls down. Relaxing your femininity, ladies. Observing your in your femininity. You don't have to respond to everything. Just observing your in your femininity and be like, oh, okay, you know, yeah. And choose someone that you're able to relax and be vulnerable in your femininity, where you can enjoy your femininity. So this has to be someone who possesses emotional, intellectual intelligence and responsibility. And I know the word responsibility is scary. It's actually scary as hell to people. But let me explain something to you. It's not necessarily scary. Responsibility is a deterrent word. Baby, to help you. A man with intentions that, that are ill-fit or have no, no good deeds about it, that no good intentions, oh, that man hates the word responsibility because it means he got to be accountable for his behavior. And nothing, nothing reeks of lack of accountability, unreliability, lack of responsibility is a stupid man boy. So let him know from the, uh, from the gate, responsibility is key. Consistency is key. And let him know that you are reciprocal. Let that man know that you are responsible for each other's emotions. You're responsible for each other's feelings. You're responsible for each other's love languages. You're responsible for exchanging kindnesses to each other. You're responsible for respecting each other's thoughts and feelings and words. You're responsible for speaking to each other in respect. You're responsible for being a good person. You're responsible for being somebody they can always recognize. Because a lot of y'all change so bad, people don't even recognize y'all no more. Feel like the color purple. I've been gone so long, I don't even recognize y'all no more. That's what, we, that's what a lot of these marriages is looking like. That's why some, so many of them are crumbling. 
And stop being in these relationships where you physically, you, you know, where you being verbally abused, physically abused. You know, this shit should never be tolerated. And ladies, if you are the verbal abuser, if you are the physical abuser, I, I pray none of y'all out here sexually abusing men. But you can be a sexual abuser. Because if you out here, this man thinking y'all in a committed relationship, but you out here sleeping with three men raw, passing around BV, passing around yeast infections, passing around, you are literally sexually abusing a man. And the same thing with him. When he out here eating everybody's box, and then he come back kissing you and your kids. He come back putting his mouth on your box. With venereal disease residue on his mouth. He's sexually abusing you. A lot of times people think sexual abuse is rape. But it actually can go past that. Well, not past that. But in, attention, in addition to that. Because rape is the worst thing you can do to another person. To take without without their will. And my cutie, some of y'all are that. If you drugging a man, having intercourse with them to get babies because he got make a lot of money and you want to get the child support check, you're a sexual abuser and a predator. It's not okay. So we have to be responsible for each other. We have to be responsible for speaking to each other in love. So this means you got to Observe his conflict resolution skills. And you got to have some of your own, my cuties. If your concept, if your conflict resolution is throwing that man clothes out the window or putting himself in the, in the tub with bleach or, or hitting the left eye, put, setting the man house on fire. See, that you, you don't have conflict resolution skills. So you can't expect that from nobody. And so all of this stuff is people who have healed from their drama and their drama. You're no longer attached to your drama. You know, see, this is the thing. A lot of us, like you heard what they be like, the uh, action junkies and, and um, adrenaline junkies and da-da-da-da. Some of y'all dramatic drama, drama junkies. Yeah, yeah, just a drama pookie. Yeah, yeah, that's what you are. And it's not okay. Because, see, you can't ask nobody to respect you, love you, be there for you, treat you well, be kind to you. But in the backdrop, you are you an abuser. You are a liar. You are infidel and cheat. You are everything. You're, you're, you're not any of the things that you're asking for. It's not cool. And so you got to also find out what your compatibility is rooted in. Because a lot of these compatibilities are rooted in trauma. Because that's what you have in common. So make sure you got good conflict resolution skills. So that you can ask for the same. Because if he doesn't have. And, and it don't take long. One of my friends James said. The measure of a man. Is how he, how he moves. And how he responds. During times of adversity. Ladies, how does he move when he's under pressure? How does he treat you? 
Is he verbally abusive? Is he short? Is he curt? Does he cuss? Is he disrespectful? Does he get what he does? He take his frustrations out on you. Did, uh, are you when you intimate with him? You feel like you being uh, you you feel like your vagina is a punching bag. This is somebody who does not have good conflict resolution skills. So, ladies, that means you gotta get yourself in a in a peaceful place. That means you gotta get yourself healed so that you can even recognize what's going on. And ladies, please understand, I no longer react. I actually no longer, definitely, I no longer overreact. I'm not gonna say I no longer react. I no longer overreact. And it often scares men, especially it scares little boys. Because, see, little boys want you to operate like they mama. They can just do whatever they want to do and say, I'm sorry, mama. It's all right, baby. You know, I know you didn't mean it, blah, blah, blah. And they make, and people making excuses for their poor behavior. That's not me. So I, little boys hate me. Because everything is face value. And I calmly say, you know, if somebody does something, I observe. I don't overreact. I just calmly say what they've done. So if just say, just say your deal breaker is cheating. And a woman calls your phone and sends you pictures and receipts. Instead of me talking about, oh, Yo, you out here fucking bitches. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm not going to be all in my feelings. I'm not even that invested. But I calmly and just say, um, after careful consideration of the fact that you still have some growing to do and you still got some seeds, you know, you got to, you got to sow some royal oaks, I guess, still. So since that's, that's clearly what needs to be done, um, I just think that it's best. And this is the thing. Especially if what a person has done. I'm not saying people aren't going to make mistakes. But when people are making bad decisions. That are. And especially if what they're doing is a deal breaker. And even more so if it is an expressed deal breaker. So I let a man know. I can't tell you what to do with your dick. That's your dick. I can tell you that if you think that you finna roam these streets and you finna take your dick on a pussy tour, not on my watch. That is an expressed deal breaker. And this is the thing. You can't take it on tour with not one woman, let alone 10. As soon as you take that dick on tour, I am no longer the woman for you. Because it's a deal breaker. And don't, don't do something that I can't do. And let me tell you something. The best way to weigh a man out is to give them a visual, a verbal visual. Oh, okay. So let me get this right. So you went out. This woman that didn't call me on this phone. You was at her house. You ate her box. You had sex with her unprotected and I'm supposed to be okay with that but it's okay let me let me let me make sure I'm, I'm clear on this so I can go 
I can put on me some perfume. I can put on, I can make my hair look nice. And I can put on me a cute little dress, but I can have me a nice and brown panty set up under that. And I can put my little heels on. And then I can go over to a dude's house and I can drop this box on his face and I can, I can gyrate my hips to, I explode and then I can, I can, I can go down on him and he can go down on me and I can, um, I can, he can rock my world. He can bring me to climax three or four times and I can leave happy and then I can come back and then, um, hop in the shower and then do it to you. So, is that what we doing? Let me tell you something. When you be descriptive like that, most men be like, who, who the fuck did you talk? They literally cannot handle what they do more often than not. So, to keep it from where y'all be ready to kill each other, you literally are going to have to make sure you, you have to stop stuff before it gets become a train wreck. Get off at the stop before it becomes a train wreck. And I'm gonna, I let me a personal, if it is an express deal breaker, ladies, whether yours is cheating, whether it's lying, whether it's not keeping your word, or inconsistency, whatever your deal breakers are. And if these things have been expressed, don't keep giving a person time and time again. That's why a lot of us so closed off and you so you you won't give a man a chance and you da 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 because you gave so many chances that it broke you. And you said I'll never be broken again. And it's okay to decide to not be broken again. But let people fuck up. Don't expect them to fuck up, but let them. And when they do, then make a decision. That is best for you and your heart. And don't wait till it's so bad. Because a lot of times too, when somebody show you your deal breakers early, just let them go. Don't invest your time, your heart, your body, your sex. Don't, don't invest all of that. Because then you'll be like, well, I'd invested five years into him. And let me tell you something. It don't take five years for nobody to be no good man. It don't take five years for nobody to be no good person, a good woman, to know you, to be thoughtful of you, to be considerate of you. It don't take that long. Unless you're dating somebody who is developmentally delayed and has been tested and they got some type of a disease that got ism on the back of it. Other than that, your ass need to know how to be a good man. A good woman. A good person. And let me tell you something. Sometimes when you, you. This is how you let a person know. In a kind way. This was my express deal breaker. So I think we need to just part as friends right now. Because based on your actions. We don't desire the same type of relationship. What you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm talking about uh, the pictures of naked women in your phone. I'm talking about the lies that have been told. I'm talking about 
the fact that you're still taking your dick on tour. I'm talking about the lies and the deception. So with after careful consideration of your application, it has now been denied. I don't think that we desire the same type of relationship. And this is the thing. Sometimes you not you just and this this is a nice thing to say. I'm not a bad person. Um, you're not a bad person, but together we're not good. Cause let me tell you something, giving people numerous chances to hurt you, that is nonsense. It's just utter nonsense. Release nonsense. Life should be more about peacefulness, happiness, and kindness. And especially if you are people of a certain age. When you get into your 50s, you should be unbothered. Shouldn't nobody still be trying to get to fighting and get to arguing and clowning and acting no damn fool. Your old ass need to get some peace about yourself. But you ain't going to be able to do it over here. And make sure you've dealt with your, my cutest, make sure you've dealt with your trauma and your drama and you have taken actionable steps to be better. Before you go out here trying to fuck up somebody else's situation because you ain't got it together. And I'm going to tell y'all, that's the reason why I don't watch no too much reality TV and stuff because they normalize dysfunctional behavior. And it's also all this here throwing wine and glasses and bottles is is giving women the um the um courage to drink a whole bottle of wine and think that they're supposed to be starring stuff. Or that you're supposed to get out here and start throwing shit and acting a fool, being a spoiled brat. All this is unacceptable behavior. You have to do the self-worth work because it's definitely worth it. It's worth being a better person. It feels better. It, it sounds better. You walk better. You strut better. You know you're looking good. You just feel better. And this is the thing. I'm not saying that the love won't come. Opening up to love someone. It may or it may not come with heartbreak. It may come with heartbreak. But it may become with the best person. And the best experience of your life. Is it a risk? Yes. And sometimes is it a high risk? Yes. But look at what functions will it mitigate your risk. To lower your chances of heartbreak or worse, financial disasters by way of love. I dealt with that. My first love. I loved him. He loved me. He claimed. He did a lot of great things. He showed me a lot of the great things. He helped me in my maturation because I was young, 20s, didn't know a whole lot. And this is the reason why I don't. I want women to stop being in a single motherhood situation because your kids suffer. Mine was unfortunately that my father was killed by at the age I was at the age of four. But I still was left out as a fatherless child, which made it where I had no direction when it came to men. Just by grace and I didn't want any children was the reason why I didn't caught up on having kids. And that's the reason why you hear me a lot of times. I tell y'all, adopt y'all a kid. It's so many kids out here. Shout out to my baby Amor. It's so many kids out here. They need a mother. 
You don't have to give birth to be someone's mother. It's so many kids that need to be adopted. There's so many kids that are 16, 17, 18, 19 that are scared to death because they don't have a clue and they have nobody to help them. So you don't have to have a kid to help a kid. You don't have to have a kid to be a mother. It's a lot of kids that need it. But I was out there, my first love, he was, you know, he would give me his last. He had all these great characteristics about him. But honey, he could not stop taking that dick on to Then he took it a step farther. They would be in my house. He would have them in my car. It was all kinds of craziness. And I kept giving him a chance. Kept giving him a chance. Kept giving him a chance. Then he woke up one woman and decided that he was T-Pain little cuz. He was in love with a stripper and left. Left me high and dry financially. Left me high and dry emotionally. Left me high and dry mentally. Blindsided me. Woke up with a U-Haul out front. And the night before was beautiful. Cooked dinner, blah, blah, blah. So I'm saying to you, don't allow nobody to financially destroy you by way of love. Well, my ex-husband, I don't think I was devastated. And part of that was my fault because I loved him. But I wasn't in love with him. So when I found all the stuff that I found, was I disappointed? Hell yeah. But it was it was easy to say, okay, goodbye, you gotta go. So also too, you gotta ask yourself about this compatibility. Because you can be compatible with a demon, a liar, a thief, a time thief, a man whore, a Decepticon. See, you can be compatible with someone that goes against the grain of everything you claim you want. And please understand, the enemy knows exactly what you want and like, desires and everything. And so, Often the enemy is inside of your subconscious mind. That enemy is inside of your own mind. See, subconsciously, you don't think you deserve the good man that's handsome, that's got a good job, a good income, that's loving, that's kind, that's blah, blah, blah. Or in your subconscious mind, this man doesn't exist. He's a unicorn. Oh, it ain't no good me, you know, because I hear women say that all the time. It ain't no good men in Atlanta, all of them gay. That has got to be, is it a lot of gay men in Atlanta? Yeah, but it's a whole bunch of straight ones too, baby. It does not matter where you are. It's going to be gay men, it's going to be straight men. You just got to try to choose the straight one. But the enemy know exactly what you like. And he'll bring it too. Tall, if it's dark skin you like, or if it's light skin you like, or if it's mocha, if it's if it's uh 
yellow passion fruit, uh, sepia eyes, hazel ground eyes, baby blue eyes. Uh, he'll have a deep voice and uh, a head full of curly hair. Or he'll have uh, uh, piercings and tats. And, or he'll have a thriving career or business. He will have a fancy home, a fancy car. It's smart, good smile, dress good, smell good, look like he, you know, smell like cocoa butter and and uh, optimism. He got great hygiene. His nails has been manicured. He look like he washes butt. Ladies, you know that's a, that's a thing. He look, you know, these a lot of these men ain't washing their butt, but but you 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 know all this here beautiful thing. He check all your boxes except in integrity. Except, except consistency. Except kindness and giving towards others. He's selfish. So, um, a, a, a lot of times he may look like everything you want on paper. But inside, he is everything you cannot stand in a man. Or he definitely is everything you don't need. And that's why a lot of times when I'm praying, I'm like, oh, God, if I miss any details, throw that on in for good measure. If it's something, not only if it's the desires of my heart, but it is going to facilitate me to have a better, consistent, stabilized, uh, ongoing relationship. Because I don't profess to know everything. And see, this is the thing. The enemy can send you what appears to be your ideal perfect person. But he can have him wrapped up in pain, mental strife, spiritual destruction, wrapped all up as a big old gift with a bow on it. Wrapped all up into your preference. And you got a, 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 a bowl of preference shit. That's why a lot of times you'll hear me say, I have my preferences. I love me a, I love me a, a mocha, dark head, head full of hair, uh, bright skin, beautiful eye, beautiful smile, trim, trim man with a good amount of height on him and nice nails and smart, da-da-da-da-da-da, on my physicality. I found that to be so sexy. He know how to dress good. Cause honey, let me tell you something. I don't have I don't have a fortitude for the cornball. Out here wearing white socks with black shoes. Mm -mm. Dress shoes with a sweatsuit and stuff like that. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. But you'll hear me all the time say, I do like my preferences. But if a person does not have the physical preferences. I have the smarts and the wisdom to default to the person. Okay, this not necessarily be what I would aesthetically necessarily go. Okay, what is this person on the inside? So now we got to default. We got to default to finding out who you are. Because a lot of times we'll miss out on somebody really good because we're looking at physicality. And I ain't saying be out there with the Loch Ness monster with a with a Forrest Whitaker eye and a 
uh, dragging the food hunchback of Notre Dame with a sprinkle of uh-uh and a, and, a, and a dash of hell no. I'm not saying that. But just say he cute, he dressed nice, but he a little bit heavier than you like. But he smell good, he smart, he kind, he loving, he makes you laugh. Well, you can't, I, I, I wouldn't pass on him because he a little chunkier than you particularly, particularly care for. Is he clean? Does his teeth look clean? Does it look like you're going to have vaginal gingivitis when he go down to on you because he ain't been to the dentist since Buck was a pup? You have to look at it. So now I've learned that you have to get to know a person. You have to peel back the layers and see who the person is. You're going to have to do that anyway. So why not just do it a little bit faster? Since you can't enjoy the eye candy. But listen, ladies, compatibility can be a trap. It can trap you in ways that you never even imagined you could be trapped in. Trapped into a relationship with somebody who is your preference, all wrapped up in your pain. So now that we also need to understand, let's be clear, compatibility is seasonal. Because we change, we evolve, we grow. And it should be for the better, but some people it's for the worse. But sometimes the compatibility is just for a season. Because if you, if y'all, if y'all was compatible due to tra trauma, hurt, pain, drama, and you go and get your therapy and you go get healed and you start doing the exercises to be a better person, so now y'all no longer compatible. Because that compatibility was season. That's why uh, uh, getting a connecting yourself with a healed person, a person who has dealt with their trauma and their drama, so that y'all can have a healthy relationship is important. So pay attention that if if it's a season, if it's a reason, if it's a lesson that you just supposed to learn. Because ladies, you can be compatible today and not tomorrow. And so, sometimes you got to understand. See, I'm going to tell y'all this real quick right here. So, me and my ex, we thought we had it all together. We had a great time. We shared. We gave each other a lot of things. We both was unselfish. He was loving. He worked. You know, he, could, he would give me his last... But he couldn't control himself sexually. Because there's self se sexual demons somewhere. So when I found, everybody laughed when I say I found PTA in his phone. Pussy titties and ass. That's, that's a sexual demon and a sexual addiction. But at this point, should I suffer because of your demons? And so I chose not to. And let me tell you something. Because he was there for, for supposed to be seasonal. I he was there because he was helpful. He was there because he was kind. He, he was there for a season. So I'ma try to wrap this one up though. Be clear on the person that you're adding to your life.
It takes more than compatibility. It's a part of the recipe. It is not the recipe. Be clear what they're adding. Are they adding fear? Are they adding trauma? Are they adding dr drama? Are they adding dramatic experiences? Are they adding dysfunction? Are they, are they uh, adding sexual soul ties? A lot of us don't understand why we can't sleep. We tossing and turning. We having nightmares. Because when you done connected your body with somebody, you have literally taken on all of the people that they've been laying down with. So when you let that man whore up in your yoni, you are literally doing yourself a disfavor, disfavor, a disservice. So you need to get clear on what they bring into your life. Are they bringing more dysfunction, chaos, or are they bringing more love, more peace, more comfort? Yes, I said comfort. Not just financial comfort. A lot of times women think, oh, I'm, I'm, we're comfortable. He makes us comfortable, blah, 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 from a financial place. But his ability to make you feel emotionally comfortable, sexually comfortable, that you can trust his sexual choices, that you can trust the decisions that he makes. Can he make you emotionally comfortable, spiritually comfortable? Because is he, does he make you intellectually comfortable? Is this someone who has the uh, economic band, the, the intellectual bandwidth to make good decisions? Is he able to make you comfortable just being the real you, not a representation of you, not what you think he wants you to be? See, like for instance, me, my weak area is cleaning. I hate cleaning up. I always have. I always will. When I was a little girl, my mom would be like, you need to clean us. I say better when I grow up, I'm going to have a staff. Because I knew. And I still hire housekeeping to this day. Because I hate cleaning up. I don't hate it being not. But I hate it not being clean more. So, a man who expects me to be a domestic, that's not a good fit for me. When I be hearing these men out here talking about something, I need it. When you got you a good woman, when she a cook and clean and, and take care of your house, wash your clothes and blah, blah, blah. Sir, you need a, you need a, you need a servant. You need a cook. You need to hire you a cook. Sir, you need to hire you a, 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 a housekeeper. Sir, you need to, you need to get you a secretary. Because it's a lot of men want you to serve uh, uh, they mama with sex. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We need to be able to serve each other. It can't be one-sided. But you definitely have to get to know yourself before you can even give yourself. You got to forgive yourself before you can give yourself. You got to love yourself before you can give yourself. Because we don't want to shortchange nobody. Because we don't want to be shortchanged. So face your fears and forgive. Forgive your hard truths. Forgive your mistakes and your bad decisions. Give yourself a second chance at life and at love.
Give yourself goodness, the gift of goodness, the gift of love, peace, and joy. My cuties, I hope you guys were able to get a great takeaway with this. Comfortable compatibility versus healed. Because sometimes that comfort zone will have you in a place that is not a good place. So, again, we advocate, advocate healing. If you have health insurance or you have access to health care, please utilize your copay. Please utilize your therapy. Even if you don't need the psychiatrist, get the therapist because you need to talk it out. You need to get coping mechanisms. You need to get yourself to a place where you'll be able to be able to move in this world healthy, attract healthy people. And then, because also, not only will you attract healthy people, you'll only accept the healthy ones. When somebody come with their nonsense, you'll be like, ooh, nope, sorry, nope, nope, sugar. So, my cuties, use your copay. Enjoy this life. It's to be lived. It's for you to love and have you a good time. So, my cuties, I wish you guys an amazing week. Give your own self a hug. And if someone else give you a hug, just, just have goodness and joy in your life. And enjoy your life. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your life. Love your life. Love your life. Love your people. And surround yourself with people that love you. I thank you so very much for listening. And I'll see you next week. And I wish you guys a week that's filled of happiness, joy, love, and prosperity. And this is your girl, Ja. Have a great one. Bye. Hey, cuties. I hope you had lots of fun hanging out with us today. Please like, share, and subscribe so you get notified when new episodes drop. Or follow the Cute Girls Club on Instagram and TikTok. Until next time, stay cute in these streets. Thanks for listening.